Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. As I look at these scriptures, I see an amazing account of the tabernacle of God on earth. All of the vessels of gold, the ark, the golden censer, the manna, Aaron's rod, and the tablets of the commandments, all with the holiest of holies at the center. And yet the tabernacle, with all its holy splendor, was just a copy, a man-made copy of the true temple in heaven. Today on Drawing Near, we see Jesus, the once-for-all sacrifice for sin, and how his death was necessary. Let's take our Bibles, turn to Hebrews chapter 9 and study, He will appear a second time. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of the effort that went into making yourself known to us. And not just you, but your will, your plan of salvation. You put your love and your glory, your grace and mercy on display. All throughout history, you gave us examples, types, copies, so that when the real came, the true, Jesus Christ himself, we would recognize him and be able to understand. Father, thank you for this grace. Thank you for this love. Help us to know you. Help us to know all of you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As we conclude Hebrews chapter 9, let's begin by looking at verse 23. It says, Therefore it was necessary that the copies of the things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Not that he should offer himself often, as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with the blood of another. He then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. The writer of Hebrews begins verse 23 by letting us know that these copies of the things in the heavens should be purified with these. What does he mean by with these? Well, he's talking about the sacrifices of the animals, the bulls, the sheep, the goats. They needed to be cleansed. They needed to be purified. But they could only be purified with things that were also types or copies. And the animals were a type of Christ. It goes on and says in verse 23, But the heavenly things, in other words, the things in heaven, the tabernacle in heaven and all that's in the tabernacle in heaven, needed to be purified with better sacrifices than these. And then it points to the better sacrifice in verse 24. For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true. Now, the idea of having not entered the holy places made with hands is a reference to Christ being the great high priest. And we need to follow along here because Jesus is going to be described as functioning as the great high priest and the sacrifice. He is both. In the Old Testament, Aaron was only a high priest. He was not the sacrifice. The animals were the sacrifice. Jesus is both. 
He is the perfect. He is the perfect high priest, and he is the perfect sacrifice. And so Christ didn't enter the holy places in the Old Testament tabernacle made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself. And he has done so now to appear in the presence of God for us. Not into the holiest of holies, where there was a representational presence of God. He appears before God on his throne in the temple. We see God in his temple at the end of the book of Revelation. And so in verse 25, it says, He did this, he entered before God, not that he should offer himself often, like the animals, as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with the blood of another. Verse 26 says, He then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world. If Jesus was going to do what Aaron did and what the animals did in the Old Testament, he would have had to sacrifice himself over and over and over again. But it says at the middle of verse 26, But now, once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Jesus' sacrifice is so perfect and so complete that he is able to provide a once-for-all sacrifice for sin. His sacrifice was so great, so sufficient. It was so sufficient that it could pay for the sin of the whole world if the whole world would trust in him. It's an amazing thing. And over and over and over again in the Old Testament, we see the high priest offering sacrifices year after year, new high priest after new high priest, over and over again. So many animals were slaughtered, but they were all copies. They were all types. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. I can't begin to comprehend how amazing that acknowledgement is by John the Baptist. John seeing the elimination, the destruction of the need for all of those sacrifices, because Jesus has come. And John heralded it. That's why he is so important in Scripture. He is the one who made straight the way for Jesus Christ, the Messiah. We need to have an appreciation not only of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, but God's communication of that future sacrifice in the Old Testament, all that he did to herald the coming of Christ. He tried to provide comfort and encouragement. He provided this bookmark, so to speak, this way of appeasing his own righteous nature by those sacrifices until the one true sacrifice and the one true high priest would come. We're told in verse 27, very important verse, and as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment, so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. It is appointed for men to die. We have to die once, and after this the judgment. Death is a consequence of sin, and the judgment is where we will be held accountable for our sin. And since we have to die once, the ultimate penalty for our sin, and face this judgment, we're told in verse 28, Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. Once was sufficient. We have to pay once. He paid once for all of us. Praise the Lord. We no longer need to fear death or the judgment because of our faith in Jesus Christ. 
his perfection, his sinless perfection, and then his perfect sacrifice purifies us from our sins when we trust in him and follow him, and we no longer have to be concerned about death or the judgment. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, at the very end of the chapter, lays that out for us. And so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. The last phrase in chapter 9, to those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time, apart from sin, for salvation. The first time he appeared was to deal with our sin. The second time he comes, in his second coming, he is coming that we may join him in salvation for all eternity. Now, I'm saved now, but I haven't really grasped, laid my hands on, taken possession of my true eternal salvation until I lay down this contaminated body, this body contaminated by sin, and embrace my new eternal glorious body in salvation in eternity in heaven. Then I will truly be saved. It has been said, I have been saved, I'm being saved, and I will be saved. And that refers to our justification, our sanctification, and our glorification. I have been saved, I've been justified. I am being saved, I am being sanctified. And I will be saved, I will be glorified. All through the glorious life, death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, who's coming again a second time for salvation. Praise the Lord. Father in heaven, thank you for this passage. Thank you for all of your scriptures. They all point to Christ. They all make him known to us. Help us to see these things, Father, and to glory in them, to rejoice in them, because we glorify and magnify you when we do so. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.